Welcome world to Townley Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept we call money and breaks it down into itty bitty pieces so I can understand it better. And hopefully you can too. I'm your host, Sean Townley. And today we're going to talk about you and your money. I thought that this being the start of 2023, we should go back to the basics, go back to the fundamentals as it were, and start over. And if you're new to the show, I want to give you a place, a good foundation to go forward. This is going to be a weekly podcast where we're going to go through concepts of money, but I want to make sure that they're kind of building on each other. So I want to go back to the basics and let's start with you and your money. Now, what is money? Money is an object that is generally accepted as a payment for goods or services. Here's the thing. We made it up. No other species uses money, right? That we know of. I mean, until we go into outer space and maybe find some others, but on this planet, you know, humans are the only ones that use money. So what is the concept of money? You don't see animals trading in money. They're not, you know, they don't have some tender, some cash coins that they're, they're swapping. Well, you may in the movies, right? But typically that's fantasy. I know some people think that's real, but it's okay. You know, the, the fact of the matter is in the, in the real world, I'll say the, the real, and, and I don't know, no one likes to live in the real world, but in the real world, we don't see dogs usually carrying around change purses and those kinds of things. So, so no other species is doing this. Why are we doing it? It's, it's, it's how we track value though, right? I mean, there's, there are four types of monies. I'm going to get into that in just a moment, but I mean, in the simplest terms, it's just a way to track value. If we don't have a way to track value, then we have to get into, you know, commodity or barter trading. And, and I'll talk about that here in just a moment. So the other thing about money is it's, it's an agreement within a society, so we all have to kind of agree that a coin, a dollar, or something like that is what it's valued at. So, and, that, and that's kind of a hard part to get your mind around. Could you imagine just picking up a rock and saying, hey, everybody, from now on, this rock or this type of rock is worth a dollar and getting everybody to buy into that. So, I mean, think about that for a moment. When you're passing around these pieces of paper and these little pieces of metal, or even using those credit cards and stuff. What what is exactly changing hands here? What are you trying to you know, trade for those goods and services? What are you bartering? Uh, it's not even really bartering. We're talking about that. So let's get into the four different types of money. The first type I've been alluding to is commodity. This is where you barter. This is the old school. Hey, I've got four sheep and I want two pigs. I don't I don't even know if that's a fair argument. I don't own a ranch, so please don't jump on me too much for that. I'm just trying to use them. You can use, you know, I have four triangles and I'm looking to buy two squares. It's just a symbol. It's just a thing that we're trying to negotiate. Well, that works fine as long as all parties agree that those are the values that they should be. And that, you know, in a, in a two-party exchange, you're, you're just talking about, hey, is this good enough for you? I want this. I see you have that. Can we exchange that? It gets messy when you start to scale that, when you have multiple people trying to do that. You know, maybe not everybody has triangles, not everybody has squares. And then how do you cut squares? I mean, are they still squares then or do they become rectangles? You know, and, and it becomes like a very convoluted, you know, abstract concept. So the first way we did exchange things was through bartering. You know, I have this, you have that, let's make a swap. But the problem with that is it wasn't always fair, number one. And, you know, both parties couldn't always agree and if you couldn't find anybody to change with, you're kind of out of luck, right? So we needed a way to come up with something, a system that would allow us to be able to exchange goods and services that everyone in a society could agree upon. So the next type of money is fiat. So this is government declared legal tender. This is your bills and coins. So when, when the, the mint 
makes money when the Fed issues that money. Everyone agrees that a dollar is a dollar, a nickel is a nickel, and a quarter is a quarter, right? That's something that the government is saying, hey, we're saying that this piece of paper and these coins are worth this, and we back it by your faith in us. And so that's that's fiat currency. And that's the one we're most familiar with, right? When you carry cash around, when you don't want to use your credit cards, maybe you're in a place where, or you want to tip somebody and you don't want to put it on your card, you just want to use your cash, that's the kind of money you're using. You're using fiat money. You're using actual cash. Now that, these days, it only makes up about 7% of all the money in the world. And it's probably rapidly declining, especially after COVID, you know, more and more people don't want to touch each other's money. So we're doing it more contactless, but we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. The third type of money that we have is fiduciary. These are promised monies like checks or banknotes. <clears throat> so if I want to buy something for you, but I don't have cash, or if I don't have enough cash to cover it, I may write you a check. And I know a lot of people aren't doing this anymore, but it's kind of the same thing with credit as well, right? So I mean, if, if, if I want to give you credit, if you want to buy my car and I'm going to first sell by owner, I could let you have a note, right? That basically says, hey, you can take this car now and you agree to pay me so much over, you know, each month over this amount of time. So that would be fiduciary. That's promise money. That's, that's saying, hey, I'm going to take this, but I'm going to, I'm going to pay you over time for it. And finally, we have commercial bank money. This is the one we probably are most familiar with. This is like bank debit and in exchange for you know real real money. So this is a credit card, right? Think about it as a credit card. You have a little piece of plastic. You want to buy something. You swipe it. Actually, the bank or whoever is backing that card is making the purchase on your behalf, and you have an agreement with that bank that you're going to pay them back. So. And if you don't pay them back within a certain amount of time, they're going to charge you interest. Or it could be that they charge you interest right away. So that is commercially bank money. So that's the one we're kind of familiar with. That's more of electronic money. You know, when we move money around like on PayPal or, or services like that, basically there's an institution that's making that trade on our behalf first. And then we're kind of settling up with them in the background. So again, that's commodity. That's where we barter. That's where we exchange actual goods and services. This is things Craigslist here. We've got fiat. That's the actual dollars and cents that you carry around. If you still do that, a lot of people don't do that anymore. You have fiduciary. Those are checks. I don't know many people that, that do checks anymore, but those are bank notes, especially if you're doing private sales and such. And then you have commercial banks. So if you go buy a car or if you buy a house and you need a bank involved with that, then that's a commercial bank money. So they basically front the money to you, pay the person that's going, you're buying the goods or service from, and then you settle with them on the background. One thing to know about money and, and you is that money is neutral. So it doesn't like you. It doesn't hate you. It doesn't, it doesn't feel anything about you. It's very neutral. I mean, it's just a means to an end. It's just simply a tool. I know a lot of people will say they want money, but what they really want is what money can buy. It's not actually the money itself. I mean, I know Scrooge McDuck used to roll around his money and used to take baths in it. But at the end of the day, it's not the actual money. It's not the dollars and cents. It's not just the big bank accounts. I mean, I, I get warm and fuzzy when I see that myself, but it's what it, it allows me to do. It's the luxuries it allows me, you know, and we're going to talk about, you know, setting up a spending plan where you're going to cover your savings, your essentials and your wants. And, you know, being able to allocate money in your accounts, but don't let me get ahead of myself, but 
at the end of the day, money is just a tool. It's just the way we do business between each other. It's the way that we're going to make those transactions without having to use those other three types. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, they're really the one. I mean, fiat, fiduciary, and commercial, we probably use those more on a regular basis, probably fiat and commercial bank. But, you know, it just makes those transactions a little bit easier. But you still have to have it. You still have to accumulate wealth over time. And then, you know, but just realize that it's a tool. And you really want the what it can buy, what it can afford you, more than the actual physical entity of, in and of itself. So the other thing I want to bring up is I know in the past, and, and it still is for the most part, a lot of people don't like to talk about money. So why is money taboo? I mean, why is talking about it so wrong? I mean, I know a lot of people think this is personal. You know, it's, it's rude to ask somebody how much they make. Or it may be rude to talk about how much you make, you know, makes people feel uncomfortable and stuff like that. But I think we need to get beyond that. I think if we're going to keep, you know, helping other folks understand finances and, and get their financial IQ up to speed, I think we're going to have to make this, this subject a little less taboo. And that's what I'm hoping to accomplish in this podcast going forward. So the other thing is, where did you learn about money? I mean, that might be one of the things that makes it taboo. If you grew up in a family where it was, you know, it was taboo to talk about money, then you may feel that going up. I'm, you know, I mean, hey, I'm a grown up now. We never talked about money. I don't want to talk about money. I don't understand how it works. But that's kind of scary, right? Because I mean, it's a big, scary world and everybody's going to be after your money. You hear a lot about identity theft. And, and, you know, people are trying to scam you all the time. I mean, I, I'm sure you get text messages and emails, basically people saying, Hey, I can make you a million dollars in two weeks. It's all scams. And you have to, you have to be able to see that and you have to be able to know what to do with it once you do see it. So look, we're going to talk a little bit about that over the course of the year, but, uh, you know, where, where do you want to learn about money? If you, if you've never really sat down and talked about money or you don't have a friend that you can sit down with or family member then hopefully you can find this podcast a little reassuring for you. I'll, I will help you walk through that. And hopefully we'll be able to build a community and we can talk through that in this year. I didn't do a good job of that last year in 23. I did reach a lot of people around the world, but I didn't reach the masses of people. And I'm going to do a better job of trying to do that this year. That way we can build a community and talk about this amongst ourselves. And then we can educate ourselves in a safe space. I mean, hopefully it's going to be a safe space going forward. That's, that's my intention. You know, I want people to come together and be able to talk about money and to educate themselves about it going forward. So how do you feel about money? And I know a lot of this probably came down to how you grew up with money. You know, I, I came from a family where we did talk about money and, you know, we were able to freely talk about it and, and talk about what it means and what it can do for us. And, and sometimes, you know, we didn't have enough of it to do what we wanted to do. But I think those are healthy conversations. And sometimes I like to tell people it's not, I can't do it because I don't have the money. It's like, what do I need to do to get that money to be able to do what I want? So kind of flip it on itself, right? Not that you don't have the money. How do I do, what do I need to do to get the money to be able to do what I need to do? So how you feel about money is important. I mean, because I think it's going to have an impact on what you do, how you move forward with it and the relationship you're going to have with it. So you need to find somebody you're comfortable with. So I encourage you to talk to your best friend or your mom or dad, if you feel comfortable with them, or a brother or sister, or you know some other family member, or just hang out with us and maybe you know reach out to me and let me know. I would love to help people get a better understanding of how money works. So if you could, reach out to me. Contact me at townleytech at gmail.com. That is my email account. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm at Sean Townley. That's at S-H-A-W-N-T-O-W-N-L-E-Y. I'm also on Twitter for as long as that's around. I think that's going to be around for a little bit longer. I need to start doing more with that. 
And then you can find my website, seantownley.com. Until next time.